The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. everybody and welcome to a uh, impromptu episode of Colts fans yeah in Bill's land they still stink my name is Matt Johnson one of your hosts and I am joined by my good friend my pal my favorite Colts fan in Bill's land Mr. Brandon Rogers what's going on buddy how are you I'm living, man. Feeling great, happy. You know, I just ate a ton of Popeye's chicken, so <sighs> woohoo! Popeye's you can't beat it. No, that's that's some yeah. good chicken right there. Um, as as a brother, you know, it, it, it's kind of hard <laughs> to you know keep on continuing that stereotype of of you know fried chicken, but damn it, when it's Popeye's, <laughs> you just say no. See, I, I don't know. KFC just doesn't hit right for me. Sometimes it's not bad. But something about Popeyes, it, yeah, you know that 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 should be their trademark. KFC, it ain't bad, but it ain't Popeyes. <laughs> Sorry, Colonel. I know I'm getting ready to do a Colonel uh, Colonel Sanders episode for one of my other shows. We're doing like fast food or food mascots, and I wanted to do an episode on the Colonel. So, um, but yeah, what you're not kind Popeyes. Of accent would the Colonel have? Would I feel like you know it's like. Uh, Who's the 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 Sam the the Looney Tunes character? I say, I say, boy. Yo, I say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that? You said it was that uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. That's who yes. it is. Oh, there you go. I probably... said, I say, fry that chicken up a little bit more. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Well, uh, I think everybody who's listening to this show is aware that. Um, the 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 proverbial white smoke is flowing out of the Vatican. I mean, Lucas Oil Stadium. We have selected our newest head coach, uh, Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen is the new head coach and the subject of today's episode um, because it has been a long time coming. At least we've been waiting for a lot for a while to see what this head coaching search would uh, would would. Turn up, uh, Brandon, your initial thoughts on what's Shane, you know, on the hiring of Shane, the hiring process, uh, what it's been like for you as a Colts fan, kind of these last, I mean, technically since October, waiting to find out who the new head coach is, but since the end of uh, the regular season. Uh, it's been brutal. I, and, you know, looking back at it, retroactively speaking, you know, uh, in retrospect, I'm I'm kind of glad they took their time. Uh, they they really did a thorough process. They vetted everyone. I mean, you're, you're talking somewhere up to upwards of twelve hours per candidate. 
Um, and you can't fault them there. You know, if, if you're making a big decision like this, you want to make sure that you get the right person. But damn, was it agonizing being a fan during this whole time. My goodness. I, I just, I wanted it done. I want it done now. Uh, but I'm very happy with the result. I, when we did our coach, coaching uh, podcast episode uh, a couple months ago, Saichin was in my top five. I think he was like my top two, three guys. That, yeah. And um, yeah, he he escaped me. I didn't I didn't even think about him. He wasn't on my list because he was kind of he wasn't in my radar. But that was a great. I mean, that was a great call on your end. Your your number one was, I believe, Sean Payton. So, uh, right? It was it was Payton or Harbaugh? I can't remember. Uh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh, it was Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Was that. <laughs> I that. Yeah, uh, didn't work out for him. But hey, I got my number two. <laughs> yeah. But hey, number one in realistic, you know, in in the most realistic candidates to interview, which is I, I thought was a really good, uh, you know, really good guesstimate on your end, my dude. So, yeah, he was. I, I did like this process. It was agonizing. It was painful. Um, he probably was the best. What? Not the best. Not one of the best candidates. Uh, that was interviewed. I know uh, was it D'Amico Ryan's um, uh, Raheem Morris. Raheem, Raheem Morris. There was a couple. There was a couple. You know, really top-notch candidates that went to other teams. Um, Ryan's went to the Texans. Texans, right? I don't and, think he ever ended up interviewing with. Him. He was going to, and then he canceled because he kind of fell in love with what Houston was doing. I believe you're right. I believe you're right. I know he was a he was a hot prospect. Um, but Raheem Morris did interview. I guess he was like kind of in the, in the final mix of things, but um, they did settle on Shane, who is uh, oh, it's nothing ESPN. Um, it's got an ESPN notification. My bad. Um, they say CJ Stroud is already declaring he wants to play for the Colts. <laughs> unfortunately, not. Unfortunately, not. But <laughs> but I mean, there were some fun candidates. I mean, they legit interviewed a lot of a, a ton of people. I think that amount of interviews was around 12 or 13. It was, it was a considerable amount and some really good name, you know, named guys too have been around the block a little bit, um, including uh, Rich Basaccia, who was the interim head coach with the Raiders last year and did a pretty damn good job. Um, I'm already the, the damn uh, Brian Callahan from the, yep. from the Bengals. Callahan. Dan Quinn, um, which yeah, the, yeah, Eric Bieniemy, uh, and several others. That was just, um, you know, it was a, it was a good group of it was a decent group of names. There was nobody like, and I think what I liked about what, and why the search took so long is that there was nobody that was really head and shoulders above the rest. I feel. I think I really think this was a tough decision for them to narrow it down to what they did. No, I I, I think you're right, and I think they. They made the right call. They, they picked the right guy who, who's going to fit what we're looking for, someone to help groom a young quarterback. But I love the fact that they they did go to so many people and spent so much time with all these people, you know, picking their brains. These are guys from, like, quality organizations, uh, guys that put time on in. I mean, imagine getting to spend, uh, you know, four to 12 hours with Eric Bieniemy and talking about what he would do with the Colts. Right. Um, and then going to Wink Martindale uh, on the defensive side and what he would do. And then Raheem Morris, uh, Basatra, um, Callahan, and, you know, being able to pluck information from all these brilliant NFL minds. And uh, we may not have hired these guys, but they've certainly helped us grow to, to be a better organization, uh, learn what we need to do to be a better team. And I think that's why I kind of appreciate this this process more. It was very thorough. It was long. But the, the 
the depth of the conversations is, is going to do nothing but help us grow. I mean, what what would we learn from if it was a quick, all right, in a week later, we found our coach, you right. know, it, it didn't hurt us. You know, we got the guy that we wanted. He was one of the top offensive minds in the game last year. Uh, so we didn't lose out on any good candidates because it took us so long. In fact, I think it only helped us uh, to, to get better as an organization. No, I, I agree. It's been uh, it's it, it's it's really been nice to to watch this whole process um, unfold, especially being away from Twitter. Mostly I pop on from time to time to see what everybody's saying. And it was uh, it's 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 definitely been an ugly, ugly couple months. But um, I'm actually like now that we're through the season, right, this this 2022 season. My expectations are finally grounded for what the Colts are. I think that's probably might not only was it is it a reset for the organization, but it, it, probably a reset for the fans emotionally. Because um, I told you yesterday, like uh, we texted, uh, you reached out to me about the the, the Shane Steichen uh, hiring, and I was like, yeah, you know, it's 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 probably the best guy that we got. It just feels like weird, like it it, it feels weird, and, and by weird, I don't mean anything in the negative sense of it, but it's just like man, when, when Wright came in, I remember when Wright got hired and there was that big, massive press conference and, and you're just jumping for joy. Cause there's, you're just like, okay, we got a really good guy. And, it, and this guy, he just won a super bowl, helped win a super bowl and all this. Um, but there was so much other positive stuff. Okay. We got the head coach to kind of cement this whole thing together. Andrew Luck, yada, yada, yada. Now my expectations are really grounded. There's really not like, I don't know what to expect. And that's probably the best thing. I'm I'm maybe emotionally detached and I'm not trying to set the bar too high to set myself up for disappointment. Um later on. It's just it's just strange. I mean, Shane, he's been around the scene for uh quite some time. And uh, you know, but this past year was really his breakout year as far as getting noticed. I mean, uh, what he did with Jalen Hurts this year was, was phenomenal. Um, and, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, the Colts fans are, are like you, where they're, they're real, their expectations are more realistic. Um, you know, we're having a brand new head coach who's probably going to be working with a rookie quarterback. Um, you know, we've got a very good foundation for our team. We've got a great defense. I'm really thinking Gus Bradley's going to stay. Um, because they have history there. They worked with each other down in, in with the Chargers in San Diego. And, uh, you know, Station already came out and said, Gus Bradley, it's a hell of a guy, a hell of a coach, hell of a man, his exact words. So I, I'm very, very confident that Bradley's going to stay. I hope so. But I really do. We, we've got Jonathan Taylor coming back healthy. Uh, we've got solid pieces. But there's a good chance it's not going to happen overnight. It, it, it may take uh, a few years for us to be competitive again. Um, hell, we, 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 they may surprise us all and, and come out, you know, guns blazing next year. Yeah. Really going to depend on that quarterback uh, position. Um, and we know what Sykin can do with a quarterback and then kind of, you know, tailor make the offense towards their strengths and really highlight them. Um, but, you know, I, I think we should all kind of temper like, Hey, we're not, we're not Super Bowl favorites this year. Uh, we'd be lucky to, to, to win a, a, a few games. Um, with a rookie quarterback, but as long as it's fun, you know, as long as we see improvement, yeah. I think that's all that we're, we're all, that's what we're all looking for and growth from, a, uh, you know, we just want to 
see a franchise like all right a future in in the franchise a future in the quarterback um future in this coach future in this front office um and as long as we see that i I think everyone should kind of temper their expectations to that to growth uh just getting better and and seeing you know a future a bright future with, with what we got yeah, that, I think that's the best thing. And honestly, like most of our anger and frustration over the last couple of years is this team not being able to live up to the standards that have been sold to us as fans um, or even us fans have kind of put upon ourselves. That's been the biggest frustration where you know, I'm sitting there. I'm, uh, I'm negative. I, 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 I'm, you know, watching Colts games and I, I feel like I've seen this before when things go wrong. Um, that's been the ultimate disappointment. But now, I mean, the expectations have to be reset, right? You can't, if as a, you know, as a Colts fan, you can't be like going into this upcoming year thinking Super Bowl. Like Brandon said, there's no way in hell you will just be as miserable as you were before. Um, there's a lot to work out, and there's a lot to work out. Of course, the quarterback is the most important thing, right? Is it going to be Stroud? Is it going to be? Uh, it's young, right? Bryce Young. Yep. Young. young. Um, oh, man, please. Well, one of those. It, I think it's, it, I don't, I, I think it's going to be one of those too. I, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it in my mind. Um, But you know, it, it's, it's going to take some time. You know, this draft class, it, this quarterback draft class, it's not super highly touted. There's some raw, very raw talent in there, but this isn't the 2018 or 2004 or 19, 83 NFL draft. We're all four, you know, there's like four big name guys who are going to be stars coming out of the draft. It's just not like that. Um, But the potential is there. Uh, The potential is always there. We don't know. It's, it's, it's a matter of being the guy in the right, you know, coming into the right fit. And Steichen seems like a guy who's been pretty adaptable. His track record um, speaks for itself as the type of quarterbacks that he's played with. And that's probably why I'm most excited and optimistic for this is that, Hey, you know, when his first job as a QB coach, you know, was with Philip Rivers, a uh, man who I love and adore. We know. Um, you had to love of, that. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I mean, that was a huge endorsement for me um, was that Rivers said good things about him. But, um, you know, he, he he played to Rivers' style. and Rivers was what Rivers was, right? A veteran. He got that sweet sidearm gunslinger kind of thing going. Uh, thing of beauty which Steichen worked with that. And then he moved on to Justin Herbert, who came out of the draft, you know, coming out of the draft, right? We we all remember Justin Herbert's rookie season. Uh, he had the Chargers up by like three touchdowns, and then watching the defense just blow games. But Justin Herbert did his job and did what he was supposed to do. Not once did I ever watch a Chargers game in 2020 and say, hey, they lost because of Justin Herbert, because a guy like Shane Steichen did his job. And then, of course, the track record with Jalen Hurts, a lot more mobile, um, but can do it all. He's not just mobile first, um, mobile heavy, like a lot of these 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 quarterbacks that always injured, right? Uh, Lamar Jackson, love him. He's exciting, but he's been hurt a lot, right? It's been a, most, it, it's been a lot of run first in his career. Um, Justin Fields has been a lot of, you know, a lot of run heavy in his first several seasons. Um, but Shane Steichen brought out the best in Jalen Hurts. This dude is, a, I would say, a pretty prolific passer, and he can run. I, I'd probably say he's probably top three quarterback right now. Um, Mahomes, uh, Hurts, uh, and uh, Burrow. Those are probably the best three quarterbacks in the league right now. I'd certainly say so. I'd certainly yeah. agree to that. Herbert's probably like four. 
Yeah. And then uh, Jackson's five. Those are top five quarterbacks right now. And then Gardner Minshew's six because he was with Steichen. Yep. And um, and then uh, C.J. Stroud or Young would be seven. And, yeah. then, and then Tua and then Mac Jones. Oh, yeah, I've got Tua. Tua's so damn good. And then Mike White. Mike White, for sure. Uh, and then Matt Ryan. The, the milf banger. Like, uh, he's probably up there, too. Zach right? Wilson, he's up there. Yeah, th- yeah. Then we got Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers. And and then Josh Allen. Who? The man with two first names. <laughs> but uh yeah, in all seriousness though, I think it's tra- like and I, I like I like Shane's history and track record. And I think that's what separated him from a lot, probably a lot of um the various coaching candidates that you know that interviewed and that the various coaches that we've seen in Indianapolis over the last decade with Chuck Pagano and, and, and Frank Reich. I think this is, this is, this is looking forward to the future instead of trying to stay in the past. Yep. You know, I, I could see that. I, I like that. He's still kind of in that Frank Reich mold where he's definitely more tailor made to, to, to lead the offense. Um, a brilliant offensive mind. Great with all sorts of different quarterbacks. Uh, I was, I'm very excited to see, you know, how, how he, the, the rookie reacts this rookie season. Imagine, you know, what he did with Herbert uh, that first year where he just went off. Um, Hurts, he, he was not supposed to be a great passer. People wanted him to be a running back coming out of college and going to the NFL. Uh, you know, he Sykin put his hands on him for the last two years and look at him now. Uh, technically, I mean, literally, if, if they had won the, the Super Bowl, He'd be MVP. There's a case that he still should have won MVP over Mahomes in this past Super Bowl. Probably that he shoulder injury is the only thing that that derailed him, honestly. Um, but but you're right. I think he was like he was like the second. He finished second in MVP voting, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So, um, which speaks volumes uh, to what Steichen can can do. He's got a fun way too of of, and this is what what I mean. I, this is only his words. But basing his system, his offense on the quarterback, this is something that I, I, I'm not trying to bury Frank Reich for, but I felt like he was very stubborn in what he wanted to do, do and deliver. Maybe I'm mistaken in that, but I felt like a lot. There was times where fitting, trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Um, he wanted to do what he wanted to do, and it, the offense never really. And never really like diversified, I guess, in his five years, where we're striking. Okay, what kind of quarterback are we getting in here? Is it going to be a vet? Is it going to, you know, what does that person do? What is this rookie? What does he do good in college? Okay, now we put our game plan together, and now we build an offensive system around that. Now we can get the pieces uh, supporting it. Versus the previous regime, where you know, yes, there was some fun play calling, and I think that was more so based on you know it. it you know, Nick Sirianni, offensive coordinator in there. But I felt like just things never evolved depending on the various quarterbacks that came through. Now, I definitely uh, plan on seeing a little more exotic play calls, hopefully a lot more motions. I mean, what Kansas City did uh, with their motions in that Super Bowl blew my mind. My goodness, to have you know Sky Moore, you know, start motioning on down and then cut back on up the field while you know the defense is losing their minds. Where do you go? Where do you go? Wide open touchdown. Him, Kadarius Tony. It's just, it, it was remarkable. 
And I mean, Saichin was no slouch either. Like he they they had a great game called uh, in that Super Bowl, and just in that if we get that if we get that in Indy with the right pieces, I mean, can you imagine Jonathan Taylor in that run game? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, well, dude, a hundred percent. In in and this is another thing too. He's not gonna put all the pressure on Jonathan Taylor. That's nope. the that's another big difference already. I mean, again, these are just his words. We haven't seen it put in action yet, but his philosophy is not just just run the damn ball the whole time. Let's balance this sucker out. All right, let's air raid. Let's get points on the board, and then you know his quote was, "We're gonna we're gonna throw throw the ball or, or pass." This isn't verbatim, but throw the ball. We're gonna pass to score points and run to win games. There you and, go. And and I like that's that ideology is like. Wow, like it, what a breath. I mean, you heard that, and I was Hello. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard it, and I was like, Whew. you know, like this is a breath of fresh air to hair. Like, I, I feel like this Colts offense is going to be fun again. Oh, it better be, damn it. You got Jelani Woods out there, who's a Megan likes to take shots. Uh, I think uh, Hertz had one of like the most attempts downfield. Yeah, Pierce is a jump ball dude. We didn't get much of that with Noodle Arm Ryan over here, but uh, sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, I think Pierce getting some more shots. Pittman, you know, back with Carson once, you know, he'd either get the 50-50 jump ball or he'd uh, get a PI call against him. Yeah. That was a huge part of offense missing last year. Um, I am I am very excited to have the ex- explosivity back to our, our offense, especially if you get a big arm quarterback like Anthony Richardson or Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or Will Levis. All four quarterbacks have their perks. And I think Stane, Shane Sykin could really harness the power of each and tailor fit it between his offense. But if you had to pick one quarterback in this upcoming draft for, for Shane to mold, uh, who would you pick? I'm on the Str- I'm I'm on the Stroud um kick. I really am. I think uh you know, just based on some of the highlights that I've seen, I watching him play in uh in the college football playoffs, I was really impressed. So good. It was a really great performance. It was a gutsy performance and I I think I like him the best. I mean, I I've seen stuff of Richardson. I Will Levis is just kind of like I was like all for it, and then I'm like, eh, maybe not really. I mean, we'll see. With I mean, not that the pro days or anything have anything to do with it, but um, or impact anything. But I don't know. I I feel comfortable with Stroud. I know Ohio State. I know it's a, um, you know, it's just it's the the, the stigma. I get it. I'm learning more and more that it, that that's just a weak excuse for people who don't really know how to discuss football. Um, and that's a, that's a flaw that I've, I've been a part of. Um, a lot of these guys go to the wrong systems and wrong places with the wrong people in place. And if anybody's going to get the best out of an Ohio state quarterback or an Alabama quarterback, so there's some seems to be some kind of stigma against them too. In some instances, um, it's going to be a guy like Shane Steichen and whoever he puts around his staff. Yeah, dude. And I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, the whole, Oh, he went to Ohio state. So you can't draft him. Cause he got all these weapons. Who cares? Oh, you got to draft. will love this because, you know, he did great behind a, an awful, uh, team that, 
would absolutely pick CJ Stroud. He he's phenomenal. His accuracy is just eons above everyone else in the draft class. Besides probably Bryce Young, uh, but yeah. Bryce's size just scares me. He's just he's so much smaller than than any other prospect. Yeah. Um, Anthony Richardson intrigues me so much if he if he shows out in his pro day uh, that he's accurate he can fix his accuracy issues if his footwork looks better his mechanics have been just very wonky uh, but he's so young but he's such a physical specimen if and i'm saying it's a big if if his pro day shows that his mechanics his body his lower body matches his upper body if he's on the alley the right way I would not be upset with taking him number four. People will say, oh, you can't take him four. That's too high. That's too high. The, the, just the, the ceiling of this dude is phenomenal. And if Shane can put his hands on him, we're talking about a top three quarterback in the league if he can reach his potential. Um, I think with CJ Stroud, it's a lot, his floor is so much higher. He can come on in and actually make us a threat. Uh, to most teams next year if yeah. he plays up to his potential that, that we all think that he is. Um, I'm just so damn excited. I'm so, I I, literally, just give me Shane Sykin and any of these quarterbacks. I'd be happy. But I'm so excited. <laughs> we're, in, we're in a really good position. We, we are in a fantastic position. And, I, and I've been thinking about the roster and stuff lately. And, I, you know, I was really jaded on a lot of things. But um, I, on a lot of aspects, you know, obviously the offensive line is something that is probably the most important thing that has to be retooled. I think offensive line and quarterback are our biggest needs heading into draft season and into free agency. I'm very comfortable with what we got on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I don't, I'm actually pretty optimistic about what we have on the offense as far as weapons go. Um, honestly, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, we all know what he can do when healthy. Um you know, of course, uh, I, I was actually really impressed with Zach Moss this last stretch of the year, too. Yes. Um, getting traded. He was pretty much a fumbling machine, you know, in Buffalo. But I was. Well, he, everyone he, sucks in Buffalo. He kind of became the bell cow, um, so to speak, it, it, you know, in Taylor's absence. And I was really impressed. And I think he has a, he could have some time. Um, you know, he he could do not split reps necessarily, but he could contribute quite a bit to the Colts offense next year. Um you know, Pittman, I, I still need to see more from him to be for me to be super comfortable with him being wide receiver one. But as of right now, he's the best receiver that we have. Uh, Pierce, I want to see Pierce in a in a fun offensive minded, you know, system. I want I, I think I want Paris Campbell back. Yes, I, I think I, after yes. this past year, I want, I want Paris Campbell back. Preach. If you're not fully certain on him, give him a one year prove it deal. Another, you know what I mean? If you're not certain, Chris Ballard, if you're not certain about his health and stuff, give him a one-year prove-it deal. And then the 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 group of tight ends that we have, right? Granson, um, uh, you said already said his name. Oh, Jelani Woods. Jelani oh, Woods. Jelani Woods. And then, yeah, Alec Ogletree. Uh, we haven't even Super seen weapon. him. He like you can get rid of Mo Ali Cox. All right, it's been fun. It's been real. Um, but we have three like really, really good tight ends behind him that were misused over the last several years. I mean, I, I think the tight ends have been misused tremendously over the last couple of years. We right, how many times were we watching Colts games this year and, and Jelani Woods would have a, a an amazing, incredible game and then he wouldn't be seen at all throughout the rest of it. And I don't know if that's clay calling. I don't know if that's – well, actually, you know what some of it was because he was on the sidelines for a lot. And, like, that's stupid. 
and uh, Shane is going to make use of them. Shane has obviously used a lot of tight ends uh, in his day. Well, Dallas Goddard, I think their backup gets pretty good looks too. It got some pretty good looks too in, in Philadelphia, but that's the kind of shit we need. Yeah, you know, and I know that uh, Jelani missed a lot of reps because he's not a great blocker. Um, and that's why Mo Alley really is only tight end number one because he's a better blocker than what we've got, which isn't saying much because his blocking ain't really that fantastic anyway. Uh, I would absolutely be on board with cutting Mo Alley um, and getting a blocking tight end. Someone strictly, hey, you're, you're, you don't have to worry about catching any balls. Um, just block your butt off and then give Granson, Ogletree, and Jelani just all the pass catching tight end reps you can. Uh, Granson was phenomenal in separation last year. Jelani, anytime he got the ball, just something electric happened. Uh, Ogletree was coming on great until he tore his ACL. Hopefully he can come back strong from that. I know it happened early in the preseason, so yeah. should be 100% ready to go by uh, training camp. Um, we've got some dogs in that tight end room, and I, I think we need to cut bait with Mo Alley so they can get their shine. Yes, and yeah, I, I completely agree. Um you know, over the last several years, you know, honestly, most of there's been some glimmers, there's been some bright spots, but um, as far as you know, he's never really had like that that definitive. He's never been like that definitive tight end that we've needed. He's been kind of like a uh, okay, this is the best we got. Let's throw him out there. So um, it's time for those guys to to hit. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think that the Colts season could be a lot better than we're expecting. Again, I'm not keep my ex- expectations too, you know, high at all. There are zero expectations. No, nope, screw it. After all this talk, we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> but looking at it like, like optimistically blanks, like clean slate. If they can figure out the offensive line and the quarterback position, then there's hope. Just say it. Super Bowl. No. Say it. I, I'm not gonna. No, you're not gonna get. Come on. No one said the no. Bengals were going Super Bowl last year. Look what happened. Look yeah, what I know. happened. Come I know. On. That's why I'm not saying it. So why they go not to the us? Super Bowl. So why I, not? So I'm not saying. I'm not saying it. So they go. All right. No expectations. We're not gonna get Mopey Matt for fucking 18 weeks of the season <laughs> because the Colts underperformed from expectations again. Not happening. Uh, I'll just get blind drunk every Sunday when we don't win. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> oh, damn it, Colts. You should have got Will Levis. Why'd you get CJ Stroud? <laughs> I know. You know so, so I was listening to a couple, I think it was the uh, a couple of radio s- stations or whatever, some some talk highlights. And I guess Philly has a bunch of free agents coming up this year uh, offensive linemen yeah um stuff like that i think that would be a really really nice boost a really nice boost if we can pull something like that off get a couple of those uh get a couple of those pieces you know it, just just for some uh continuity for Steichen. um guys who not necessarily understand a system because he's going to be creating one but um just guys he's familiar with there's uh there's some good possibilities here. Oh, uh, Andre Dillard, uh, who's a nice little swing tackle. Uh, he's going to be a free agent, a former first round pick who hasn't quite lived up to that hype, but is a great depth piece. Come on over and show these guys how to how to play in that system. Yeah. Um, uh, there's another offensive lineman. His name is escaping me right now. Uh, he's a he's a center, um, also guard uh, that that can you know kind of do a hybrid role there. 
It was I phenomenal. guess Kelsey's a free. I know Jason Kelsey's been around for a little while, but he's a free. Um, it, they were mentioning that, which be kind of you know be kind of cool, I guess, if for a, maybe a season or two. Um, but yeah, I mean they have a lot of pieces that could, you know, that would be uh nice. I wonder. Uh, I would. Is Zach Pascal? I know he's a wide receiver and stuff, but is Zach Pascal free? Do you think he'd want to come back to Indianapolis with Steichen? I think he may. I think he may. He'd be great. We need that blocking wide receiver. Yeah, I think he'd be great. I'd rather have him than uh, no. Ashton Doolin performed pretty well for us this year. I like Doolin. I like Doolin yeah. a lot. He just wasn't used correctly, which is something that yeah. Steichen's gonna figure out. Um, I, I think we need Gardner Minshew in there too, as a backup, just because I, I want to just nuke the quarterback room we have right now. I don't want Ryan back. I don't want Ellinger back. Uh, and he falls already gone. I, I believe he's, he's already on a beach somewhere. Um, but I feel like having uh Gardner Minshew, who's a free agent, come on in. Just it's someone that Sykin knows uh, trust um, that can help teach the rookie, you know, how to, how to, how to work. Uh, I think that'd be great. No, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, they got uh they got quite a bit of uh, I think twenty players they have on free agency um, right now, but three fifths of their offensive. Well, let's see, Isaac Sumalo, Andre Dillard, uh, and then yeah, Jason Kelsey are all free agents. Of course, Gardner Minshew is as well. My, uh, we don't need a running back, but Miles Sanders is free. Um, some good defensive pieces. I don't know what that's going to entail. Uh, well, maybe Bradbury. If we get rid of Kenny Moore, uh, I think we may need another corner. Yeah, I would. I would definitely. I'd be fine with that route. I'm. I'm pretty content with our offense or defensive line, linebackers. We might have an over influx. I'm not sure what our free agents look like right now. Too. I should probably look that up. Um, but we. I know there was. You well, know, Huh? You think we're yeah? We're probably we probably will. We probably will lose um lose him. Let's see. Colts free agents: Unique Ngakwe, Matt Pryor. Goodbye, Brandon Faison, <laughs> Tyquan Lewis, Ashton Doolin, Rodney McLeod, Ben Banigou, Dennis Kelly, Paris Campbell, Armani Watts, Matt Hack, Tony Brown, Chase McLaughlin, Bobby Okereke. Um, Khalid Kareem, Byron Coward, EJ Speed, Dakota Shepley. So, yeah. We can bring like four of those guys back. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I concur. So, you know, we'll, we'll take a look. Obviously the season, I think resets basically in a month or maybe it's a couple weeks. No, I think it's uh, 30, 30 days, actually, from yeah, it was 31 days yesterday. The combine is in two weeks. Ooh. I'm very excited. I want to go back. I want to go to Indianapolis and watch it one of these years. That Well, I, it'd be crazy. It, it would just be nuts. How There's for so many people. Nuts, but then, so many people. But I think that'd be kind of neat. I think it's free to get in, too. I think really? Colts, I, I, from what I've been told, I think you can get, like, free tickets. Um, to go, I that, think I've I have actually had offers being at, from the Colts. I don't know if it's being a Colts fan or being on some kind of emailing list of just claiming tickets. And I could, I'm probably mistaken. There's, but yeah, it'd be kind of cool to go watch. 
That would be very cool. My God. Uh, <clears throat> let me look and see uh, <laughs> what I'm doing in two weeks. I mean, <laughs> see the quarterbacks, oh, knowing that one of those guys is going to be, you know, our guy. Yeah. I think maybe that's why I'm so excited about this year, too. You know, quarterback is such an important position. Knowing we're going to be starting fresh, uh, that we've got a pretty decent position to get a good one. Um, yeah, oh, I can't stop looking at mock drafts and 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 just highlight videos and it's it's a good time, good time to be a Cole fan. It sure is. It sure is. There is uh, a lot of optimism, a lot of optimism, low expectations, um, and finally, uh, we are we are reset. Not much more going on though. Um, again, we're gonna post sporadic episodes throughout the rest of this uh, this off season when things happen. Um, our next big one that I anticipate is probably after the draft. Maybe we'll do a mock draft before. Um, we could do a mock draft before and see what we're we're feeling and um and talk about that maybe the week before. Uh, but other than that, we're gonna be it's gonna be pretty quiet here. And then, uh, and then, yeah, just when when major things happen, that's that'll pretty much be it. So draft preview, and then draft recap. That'll be our next two episodes. So uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you stay tuned if you want to chat with us or just let me listen in. Uh, of course, we always appreciate your comments, uh, ratings on whichever podcast app you're listening to us on. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. Uh, of course, this wouldn't be a Colts fans and Bills and episode without the opportunity uh, for a Rodgers rant. Um, so, Brandon Rodgers, the floor is yours. All right. Uh, this rant is directed to three teams, three teams only, the Chicago Bears, the Houston Texans, and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, you guys pick ahead of us, okay? This is a very defensive heavy draft. So you probably want to get the top three defensive players in this draft. So Chicago, I don't want you trained back with anyone else unless it's the Colts. Houston, I know you guys need a quarterback, but screw that. Get like Will Anderson or or Tyree Murphy or just somebody that's not a quarterback, okay? Arizona, you guys got a quarterback. Um, unfortunately, he can't ride the jackrabbit at Seabreeze, but you have a quarterback. So just stay away from drafting one. Just let the Colts get get their fair share uh, of anybody. You know, that there's four great quarterbacks. And I just want to make sure that all four are still remaining when it's t- our time to pick. You know, whether it's Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, my personal favorite, uh, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. I just I just want us to, to have our, our pick. You know, it's like going to, to the dance, the high school dance, and you getting the top four cheerleaders, and you get to pick which one you get to dance with, okay? And at the end of that dance, you're going to kiss her on the mouth, open style, you know, maybe a little bit of tongue, uh, kind of skeeve out some of the teachers and make you guys dance uh, you know, six inches apart. That's cool, but I want to kiss CJ Stroud on the mouth. Okay, I want to kiss Will Levis on them. Let me kiss one of them on the mouth. You don't pick them. Let let the Colts pick them. Just just stay back. Get get a defensive player. Let let's go kiss him. Yes, kiss him on the mouth. It is twenty twenty three. No judgments here. Uh, but that is it, everybody. We want to thank you so much uh, for tuning in for uh, once again for your support on this show. Um, period, and uh, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you in a few months right here on Colts fans. Yeah. In Bill's land. Dig still don't like you guys. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs>